So what are you laughing at my hair or what? Or my lack of hair? <laughs> no, no, you're doing fine with hair. Hey, you got more hair than uh, some guys half your age. <laughs> Shut up. Is that right? Okay, hence the beanie, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm running out of material, man. Oh man, put that <laughs> beanie back on. Shut up, dude. Man, that <laughs> filth. That is disgusting. I'm gonna. <laughs> look, look. I don't care how many mortification albums you were on. That's uncalled for, sir. <laughs> oh man. Hey, you don't, don't you start? You know, I don't want to drag up the past. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh oh. Let's scribble off some of these questions then. Cancel that. Cancel yeah. that. I got. Cancel I got. That, I got that. news for you, Jason. <laughs> We're bringing up some of the past. Might as well kill the video feed because I'm getting tired of looking at his hair. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> now kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Yeah. You, this, this is what drummers do when you get them in a room together. You know? What would you say? You do here. Have a good time all the time. Who's got it better than us? Nobody! What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. I want you to be realistic. What do you love about music? Are you being realistic? As the story grows. Back to the next chapter of As the Story Grows. My name is Trav, and Stephen is with me tonight. Stephen, how you doing, man? Great, great. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're more than welcome. I'm <laughs> glad you're doing great. And um, we are being joined from a from, from a man from a land down under, Jason Sherlock. 
Yes! Jason Sherlock I know. is it's on the show. It's kind of crazy, right? How you doing, Mr. Sherlock? Yeah, good, thanks, man. Good. This is fantastic. What? It is 10 p.m. on the nose, Eastern Standard Time, for me and Steven. What time is it where you are? And it's what day one, is it? It's 1 p.m. Friday, uh, Friday, Saturday afternoon. Wow, It's man. 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon, so we are speaking yep. into the future. So if the yeah, world, if the apocalypse comes, it's going to happen there first, and you're going to let us know. Right. Yeah, man, come on, bring it. I'm ready. Come on, Lord. Can you... Um, <laughs> Can you, can you go on the television and give me all the sports scores from America right now, so I can tell you? Hey, come this on, is, this is not this is not Back to the Future. The future. Yeah, I, just, I guess I'm confused on how this works. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have control of some sports almanac. Oh, all right. I wasn't sure how this works. I thought I thought I was onto something. I thought this would be the podcast where I finally get rich. I can quit working oh, and just man. do this all the time. All right. Well, forget it. We're done talking to you then if you can't give me the sports scores. <laughs> Man, it's, oh, a, it's like a pleasure it. to talk to you. Like See you later, Koba. <laughs> this is great. It's a, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to talk to you, and I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate oh, you. Mate, and it's, it's just awesome chatting to you blokes too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't love this. Blokes, is that good? Blokes is good. This is, uh, <laughs> Jason, is, you're, you're our first non-American caller. Or, That's uh, not true. Yes. Isn't it? Well, who, who is, okay. who did, Shelby Sinka is American. He moved. He's American. I'm saying non-American. You're talking uh, American. All right. I guess, anyway. I guess, I guess you might be right. Anyway. Anyway. So, so yeah, we're we're big fans. We've we've uh, we've listened to your a lot of the albums you've been a part of, and uh, oh, yeah. and uh, if you would have told me in 1993 or four that I'd be uh, talking to you for a show like this or something, I would have. Thought well, you're you're crazy. God, that dude doesn't even live in America. So this is like <laughs> this is the, the love of technology. You know, we're able to do things like this. So, so yeah, thanks man. for for taking the time. It's really cool to oh, have man. you on. It's an absolute pleasure, man. It's uh, I'm really looking forward to you know getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're going. So, to. so I'm trying to think where to begin here. Um, yeah, really. Well, for, well, first let's talk about um, I don't know, just life. Like, what's what are you up to? What's going on? <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. My wife has uh, just left to do some shopping, and I'm. Uh, and, but but my 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 two year old girl's just gone down to sleep, so I hope she doesn't cause any trouble or wake up or anything. But yeah, man, no, I'm just better you know, not. I'm just, yeah. Is I'm she just your first? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Good yeah, I'm a you. I'm a an eleven I'm eleven months in with my first too, so. Oh, wow, a, and, it, and it's a daughter. She's a daughter, so yeah, it's pretty, what, pretty exciting. Dogger? What does that mean? Dog, what does that mean, dogger? Daughter. Oh, daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, so yeah, no, all good. It's just you know, it's just it's a joy to sort of you know bring another life into the world and just you know sort of yeah you know juggle that with music and work and all that kind of thing. It's all cool. Yeah. So um, what do you, what do you do for a living? I'm just curious. Um, I'm basically a graphic designer, um, oh, and I wow. yeah, do layouts and artwork layouts and all that kind of stuff. Well, you ha um, you've designed yeah. some some album covers. That was some of your illustrations, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, back in uh, well, I did the the modification self-titled, um, and then I did scrolls and post momentary affliction. Yeah, and, those are... yeah. Did you do both of those covers? Because I know there's two of them. 
Uh, no, yeah. I only did the one. I only did the one, the the frontline intense version with the hand coming out of the. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah. Man, that's that is awesome. lost into the. That's that's just absolutely gone. I've got no idea where that is. We actually asked the guys from Frontline to send that back to us because you know we I did the artwork and then we send it over and then they scan it and put right. it into the layout. You know, we got the subtitle back and we got scrolls back, but we never got post-momentary back. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I was like, man, I wonder where that is, you know. So do you have the uh, original illustrations yeah, somewhere? Yeah, I've got, I've got. Steve has uh, the self-titled, uh, which is framed in his, in his studio, I believe, and uh, I have scrolls, yeah, with me here. So yeah. wow, man. <laughs> now we should do a video cast and have it behind him. On the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got some. I've got some pictures up of scrolls. Like I had a, had a good buddy of mine, Joel Goodwin from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. He came and stayed with me for a while, and he's a, a, an amazing musician. And he had a whole bunch of photos taken, you know, with the the original scrolls cover and all that kind of stuff. That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say something like Louisville, Kentucky, with an Australian yeah. accent, attempting to do a Southern accent. That was rad. You were like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not really interesting. <laughs> wow, attempting and interesting—that's you're, you're so complimentary, man. You just <laughs> so. All right, we're, we're on the subject. We can't avoid it. Let's talk about mortification. We're talking about the album covers. We might as well just get right into it. Um, yeah. Modification. I mean, yeah. <laughs> modification. Um, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Were you in the well, Light Force stuff, or? Well, yeah, well, kind of, kind of. Basically, the tail end of Light Force. When Light Force, so Light Force um, was uh, so had an, an early incarnation. They did the Battle Zone uh, cassette tape, demo tape, whatever yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. And then they and then they changed lineup, and they did uh, Mystical Thieves. Uh, but Steve was, you know, throughout the whole the whole kind of thing. He was kind of the linchpin of the band, really. Mm -hmm. um, and then after Mystical Thieves was finished, I'm, I'm can't even really remember what kind of happened. But they kind of, you know, um, Steve wanted to go and do something in a bit more of a heavier direction. They were kind of going a little bit thrashier, you know, because thrash was pretty, you know, popular yeah. back in the day, uh, and we were all pretty influenced by kind of thrash bands. So so Steve got. Uh, after the other guys had kind of disbanded, Steve got Cameron Hall back, who was the guitarist on Battlezone. Okay. Okay. And then he, and then I was, I had kind of hooked up with Cameron through sort of a local, you know, Bible study church kind of group um, back back in the day. It would have been oh, '89 or something like that. And um, so basically, yeah, I was just hanging out with Cameron one day, and he said, "Oh, you know, should we talk? Let's let's call Steve Rowe, you know." And, and so we just kind of chatted with Steve, and and he was like, "Oh man, we should all kind of get together and have a jam." And and so that's kind of how um, Break the Curse started. Really? Okay. And, and but we were still we, we were still Light Force at that stage. I basically I you know done some graphics work, so I just took the old you know Straight Edge Light Force logo and just kind of dirtied it up and made it look a little bit more mm -hmm. a little bit more brutal kind of thing. And then we did uh, Break the Curse. But then after Cameron left, after we did break the curse, that was when we, we you know we got Michael, and we kind of decided to change the name because it was going into a, you know an even more sort of heavier direction. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What what um, age were you at this point? Like what year are we talking? This is like ninety maybe. 
91. Yeah, well, I was yeah, well, I'm 45 now, so I was born in 70, so I was I was 19 okay. when we did uh, break the curse. Yeah. Wow. And you had been drumming your whole life, or? Uh, yeah, man, popped out and I started. <laughs> <laughs> Came out with sticks well, in hand. That's it, man. That's it. It was it was tough, but uh, let's uh, let's not go there. But um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I you know, I'd been sort of you know, I mean, I. I was a you know, Matt, still am a, you know massive Kiss fan, and and I was I was playing along to you know Kiss Alive, Kiss Alive Two, you know okay, with yeah. the magic, ma- magic markers, and you know sitting sitting you know in in my parents' bedroom, you know smashing out you know to a hundred thousand years solo and all that kind of stuff. So yes, so you what, were really yeah. Into... yeah. How did you decide to start playing four times as fast then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, man, you got to start somewhere, and look, it's yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing the amount of really brutal bands, you know, just keep saying, you know, kiss, 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 kiss. I mean, Chris Barnes from Cannibal Corpse. You ask him, yeah. and say, man, I started, you know, kiss, man. Yeah. You ask, you know, guys like Abath from Immortal, and you know, Shagrath from uh, Dimmuborgia, and they're just like, kiss, 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 man. It's all that's where it all started for them. So, kiss it's was a so massive um, influence, you know. Yeah, it's such a bizarre to me, thing to me because you know I'm I'm a bit younger and so I kind of missed, you know, uh, we were I was listening to stuff in like the mid '80s or whatever. So like Kiss had already yeah. kind of went, they already went disco. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah, <laughs> it was like it's weird. I I just could never get into them. I mean, you, you know, I got into a lot of older music later, obviously, yeah. but like yeah, I just never it never connected with me in that way. I guess it was more of the theatrics or something. It seemed like maybe yeah. they were, at the, I guess, the time. It seemed heavier than what it really was. Yeah. Well, the thing I liked about Kiss, I mean, apart from all the, you know, the theatrics, man, Kiss have riffs, man. They just, they have metal. They have, you know, I mean, a song like "I Want You" just has a metal riff. Amazing. Yeah. Just man, I never, riff, man. I never really thought of Kiss as like a band of full. Of, like when I hear riffs, I think of like Sabbath, you know, or, or yeah. things like that. But I guess, oh, I man. guess Kiss had a few good songs. I, I liked a few of their oh. songs. I won't, I won't lie, but but yeah, so man. No, I'm, I'm a Kiss nut, so especially the wow. early days. Absolutely, the early days. I would is the stuff I would prefer to, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, yeah. did um, did you grow up on anything like pop or anything like that, or was it just straight up like dark? Gloomy rock from the day you were into music. <laughs> like, nah, man. MJ obsessed with MJ. Uh, nice. Yeah, man. All that stuff. Um, yeah, man. All that kind of you know disco stuff, Motown. You know, I just love all that stuff. You know, right you, on. You, me too. Me too. I'm a big yeah, actually I'm a big Motown. 60s fan. Yeah, we actually yeah. really we both kind of came up with you know we're cousins and our our parents listened to a lot of that stuff and uh-huh. so we're really really into the like Motown and. I grew up on like yeah. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons and stuff like that. Wow! You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I, I mean, another one of my favorite albums is you know uh, Rocket by Herbie Hancock. You know. Just, oh, okay. Oh, great record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, that's just cool, amazing. Man. And uh, you know, songs beyond Rocket too, like you know Future Shock and songs like that. Just mm-hmm. you know, oh, mm-hmm. love that stuff. You know. Pioneering, uh, moving forward, moving that kind of music forward. I don't necessarily like that it sounds dated. Maybe, maybe that was yeah. just because of the videos at the time and all that kind of stuff. And some of the drums sound a little, you know what I mean? They sound yeah. a little, but 
what Herbie was doing at that time was like nobody else was pulling that man. It was it was yeah, it was like yeah. you, you were a jazz guy over there or you were a pop yeah. guy over there. There was it took it yeah. kind of took balls to mix the two together. It was like Michael Jackson or Chick Corea. <laughs> it was like yeah. there wasn't yeah. there wasn't any really middle ground. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man, totally. And th- and that's another one, Chick Corea, man, totally yeah. just mind blowing stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and and I love I love the. The Chick Corea acoustic band, as well as the you know the the electric stuff that he did, but you know the mm-hmm. stuff that he does mm-hmm. with with Dave Weckl. I mean, I'm just I'm a massive. Obviously, I'm a massive drumhead. So oh, I love Dave. You know, Dave Weckl is one of my I mean, one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah, Dave, Vinny, you know Tony Williams, you know Chester Thompson. Uh, Billy Cobham, just man, I could just go on and on and on, man. Dude, Max Roach, I, dude, Buddy, you know, Jason, drummers, drummers always bought, stick together. <laughs> I just bought a Billy Cobham album, like a vinyl from 1980. Yeah. It's like a best of Billy Cobham album. I bought it for 50 wow. cents, dude. I've listened to it like eight times. It is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, I'm part of this new orchestra and all that kind of stuff. Uh huh. Cool. So, so I have a question for you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put myself where you were at the time when, when Light Force was kind of tapering off and mortification was getting started. You're saying that was right yeah. around 19 when? 90 you said? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, 89 really. Yeah, that, that was when uh, okay. Yeah, that was when scroll that was when um, that was when Break the Curse was recorded, you yeah. know. Okay. So did, yeah. did you have a lot of access to um, Vengeance Believer like anything else that was going on? Yeah, that's you? a great question. I was going to ask you uh, how much of the American stuff was influencing you then mm-hmm. as well? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let me just say a big, fat, massive, huge, monstrous yes. 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 Yeah. Nice. Because, man, yeah. Dude, I was just I was thinking about it just, just, just before, you know, uh, before I went out shopping this morning to do some grocery shopping. You know, I, 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 I remember walking to a, into, a, into a store and, and, you know, looking at, uh, at um, Human Sacrifice and turning the cover over and, and looking at that picture of Doug. Huh. It was like, man, yeah. this, this guy looks possessed. What's yeah, going on? Absolutely. Yeah. I can't do this, man. This is too much for me. This is insane. Are you kidding me? Well, I have to I have to interject the story then because <laughs> for hear you say that is so surreal to me because when I when I first heard Human Sacrifice, a, a buddy of mine dubbed it on cassette and the first song, unfortunately, the first song I ever heard was Beheaded and it scared oh, yeah, yeah. me crap out of me. But the reason I have to interject this story with you is because I literally thought that was as heavy as it got until yeah. I heard Brutal Warfare from you guys. And I remember thinking, I remember hearing people say, like, somehow Christian metal has found a way to get scarier than Vengeance. was kind of like the tagline here yeah. and and yeah. I remember there was a art it was called art for the years it was a uh, a compilation cassette that was the record label was just it was like a, a publicity cassette that you get for free and it plays all these stuff from the record label and that was the very first time I heard brutal warfare and when I heard Steve's yeah. voice I remember just being like oh my gosh this is the creepiest thing I've ever heard yeah, you guys were so, mysterious yeah. to us because it was like yeah you know all these heavy heavy bands were like 
California. That was that was brutal yeah. to, hear, to hear him for the first time. Yeah. And so it's funny to hear you say, "Well, I can't, you know, looking yeah, at right? Doug's possessed photo. I, this is just, I can't do this." We're, we're thinking, "Holy yeah. crap! You, you guys took it to the next level." That is funny. Well, see, but, yeah. that's weird because like I just don't think of, you know, I mean, in 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 my mind anyway, you know, human sacrifice, man, you know, not only is human sacrifice utterly, utterly brutal, mm-hmm. and just. But man, the spirit that 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 album is drenched oh, yes, in the spirit. Of, that drenched is oh, yeah. that album is drenched in the spirit of God, man. Every time I listen to that album, I'm like shaking. I'm almost in tears. The God's oh, all dude, over totally. the It is so anointed, and what's so crazy is the. I mean, you listen to "Fill This Place with Blood." It's got the perfect balance of oh. of like just punch your face for the gospel, oh, but it's man. like punching yeah. your face. It's like like the riffs on that are just. I mean, Travis and I actually covered the song because we, we we loved it so much. It was mm-hmm. such a just a just a perfect. Oh man, that record is will never ever ever be dated to me. It'll always those, be a those blast beats yeah. wore me out, Jason. I don't know how you do that all day. Jeez, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, who's but mine or Glenn, Glenn's Glenn's beats were insane. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. even doing. He was like doing like a like a. He was doing like a snare fill and then hitting the ride on every. Four yeah, he had a. Yeah. He had like a he. Pre, it's like a predated like a, what you think of blast beats now. It's like a different kind of thing, but yeah, it was like, yeah. and he hit the drums oh. so hard. Like if you listen to oh, to the production of that album, you can just hear. It's like he's yeah. using like like a foot wide stick in his arm yeah. or something. It's like a. It just sounds yeah, so man. pummeling, and yeah, they were. Yeah. That was a, a huge step forward from like Petra and Striper for me. You know, he did a lot. <laughs> Striper and Petra. He did a lot. He did a lot of. Uh, he did a lot of matched. It was almost like I pictured handcuffing him together. And, yeah. And his hi hat. Yeah. He would leave his hi hat kind of open and sloshy. Yeah. And and he would yeah. kind of kick, alternate, got and got and got and got. Whereas you yeah. did the Ginsu 2000 hi hat with the kick. Snare opposite. Yeah. You did like the that was bonkers. Yeah. The first time I heard that stuff from the Valley of the Shadows, da, 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 it was. I was like, "What is he doing? How many people yeah. are helping him?" Yeah. That was crazy. Town. The one thing, one thing I, I always, that was just no, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say the one thing I always noticed about your the drumming stuff that stuck out to me was just how ridiculously clean your double bass, your feet work is. It's just it's oh. like. Perfectly, you know, that was always the thing. You had to, such a clean double bass going, and uh, oh, man. digital editing. Oh, I don't know, man. No way, digital no way, man. That's the real stuff back then. That was the real stuff. You gotta see. Tell us, you're gonna break my heart, man. I mean, I mean we still recorded. Um, man, I was still, I was still developing my double bass. Style. I mean, you know, like obviously, if you if you listen to the the self titled, then you listen to scrolls. It's like, man, this this yeah. is this doesn't sound like the same dude playing. I mean, yeah. you know, I I mean, I remember recording Death Requiem, you know, and then yeah, in 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 rehearsal, I was still going. And, and then and then when we I had so much adrenaline flowing through me, you know, when we were recording, um, I always had dreamt, man, I've got to double that, I've got to double that. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
And then, and then during the recording, I was like, Steve, 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 I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, you know. So we, we basically <laughs> laid it down. so much adrenaline you know running so through sad. my veins I thought man I'm just gonna we're gonna record it like this but the only catch with that is man I'm gonna have to play this thing down you know live now which is oh man yeah, now, <laughs> now you've committed yeah. to it yeah exactly yeah yeah that's yeah. it I mean yeah so you know I mean I was still developing then I was still learning how to play double bass mm -hmm. and you know so yeah man I mean well, yeah but it was it was good fun and, yeah definitely a progression between the first and second album for sure yeah yeah well, yeah what was the reaction you guys got when you did? I mean, it's kind of different for us, you know, American metal and or us looking into Australia. It's a little, it's hard to tell. Like, it seems like Australia takes it a little more, like lyrically, a lot more serious. Like all the death threat stuff you hear about with you guys and, um, you know, Steve Rowe getting, you know, threatened on stage and stuff for singing about Jesus. Like around here, it, yeah. I don't even, I don't even think that was really happening much in America in the '90s, yeah. early '90s. No. It kind of phased yeah. out, but. Um, you you got made fun of for having a striper patch or something. That was about the extent of it here. But yeah. what was the what was the reaction? <laughs> I mean, I, I I know what the Christian reaction was here in America. You guys were sounded like devil worshippers for sure. But I mean, yeah, yeah. How was it from your side of of the world? Well, I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah, to be honest, you know, we never really uh, okay, received cool. any. Yeah, I mean, you know, man, Aussies Aussies are very very laid back people, man. I mean, there's not. You know, like I mean, I I think I remember one time when it wasn't even a mortification show; it was a paramecium show. And I think uh, it was it was kind of late in the day. It might have even been after um, within the ancient forest. I think it was the four mm -hmm. of us playing together. And I think some guy was just a little bit, you know, a little bit drunk or whatever. He was throwing, you know, empty beer bottles on stage. But that's about as as bad as it got, really. Yeah. I mean, oh, really, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of support, you know, from those, you know, quote unquote secular community, and you know, we were, you know, really welcomed into that community, you know, and that's and, you know, just surprising. Yeah. Here, yeah, yeah, that is surprising. Yeah. It just didn't really like, you know, I mean, most of the most of the shows that we did. Well, you know, most of the shows that we did, you know, back in the day, touring and stuff, you know, they were all in pubs, they were all in, in, in you know, secular clubs yeah. and stuff. So, um, yeah, and organised by, you know, se you know, secular dudes and, and all the rest of it. So, you know, we did a few Christian shows here and there at churches or whatever, but, you know, m most of them, you know, some Christian festivals and stuff, but most of the, that sort of hard slog touring for self-titled Scrolls and Post-Momentary, you know, we, we, we just drove around Australia in a, in a van and just played at, at pubs and clubs and, you know, basically yeah. secular shows, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a... There's a an article on the Wikipedia now. The, we read that recently, obviously, but I, I remember, yeah. I remember hearing stories of, of uh, people hating the the gospel message and and being threatening. And I don't know where I got what source I would have heard that from, but but I always thought it was really really interesting. It almost seemed like you guys were going into like a, uh, you know, like the stuff you hear for, you hear about like the church burnings and stuff like that and right. yeah. the black metal scene or something. Yeah, I don't mean but, to skip. I don't mean to skip ahead. I'm sorry, Stephen. Did I cut you off? No, not at all. Um, I I uh, I don't mean to skip ahead, but I thought I remember reading death threats about, like, w wasn't it you that coined the term unblack? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I you know I did hoard and hoard, or as the Norwegians say, hoarder. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's that, that's you know it was it was based on I don't know whether you guys know a, a secular band called uh, Dark Throne. They're a black metal oh, yeah. band in Norway. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, they've got an album. Uh, I think it was it was either Blaze in the Northern Sky or Finder yep. a Funeral Moon or something like that. And and you know, on the back of the album, you know, they it said you know we play you know unholy black metal. You know, and I thought, well, you know, I'm going to turn that around and say I play. Holy on black metal. There you go. You know, so yeah, yeah. Nice I mean, and, the it's funny. That's where all the trouble yeah, started, man. right? Yeah, man. Well, well, I mean, trouble. I, I didn't even, I didn't get any trouble. Oh, <laughs> see, 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 we've been under the impression, stupid Wikipedia. We've been under the impression that it was like ever since, <laughs> ever since you, you coined the term uh, unblack holy or holy unblack metal or something like that. All of a sudden, there were like. You know, devil worshippers in your front yard. It's like oh, man. kind of under the impression that it kind of got ugly after that, and I, I guess that's not it, really the truth. Nah, man. I mean, I dude, I've played, I've been to Norway four times. You know, it's my, it's almost my second home. You mm-hmm. know, and that's where all that's these awesome. guys, that's where all these guys hang out. I've played in yeah. Norway twice, and man, if anything was going to happen to me, wouldn't it? It kind of would have happened there, I guess. Probably you true. Know? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. and, and that's and, and that's horde. That's you know horde playing there twice. You know, mm. um, you know, in wow. the middle of in the middle of Oslo in the city, and then and then out in the countryside. You know, so I mean, you know, some of my best friends are Norwegians. You know, so I mean, I've that's I, great to hear. Know, actually, I've, I've heard a lot of a lot of secondhand stories. Like I've heard of, you know, Steve has had a lot of death threats, and but you know, I've never ever had any single person, email, whatever, come up to me and said, man, I'm going to, it's always been second hand, it's always just been stories, you know? Good. Well, I'm, okay. I'm glad to hear it, for sure. That's good to know. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to yeah. skip ahead to Horde, I want to go back to Mortification, but I, I wanted to get the death, yeah, the death threat thing ironed out, and I, I honestly yeah. expected that to go in a much different direction. I thought you were going to tell us some horror stories, but I'm relieved. No. Actually, no. Yeah, it's actually a... Nice it's, all just, it's all just garbage, you know, man, yeah. you know, metal's a yeah. community of that's all just it's just not true you know that's great it's yeah. rubbish yeah. Say, say rubbish yeah, it's rubbish mate it's crap you know mate <laughs> fair income, mate fair so come great. on mate <laughs> I just well, the crows. I, I just wanted to hear your accent. I didn't mean for you to sound like a pirate, no, but that was cool. That's, that's <laughs> oh, cool. okay, yeah, right. Okay, well, I'll I'll lay it on nice and thick for you, all right, and I'll try and talk real slow so you can understand yeah, what I'm saying, all right? Stephen, I can hear the emails now. That guy seemed nice, but I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how we sound to him, though. <laughs> yeah, we probably just sound like believe. Yeah, white same way. Idiots, but... So, <laughs> so um, I'm I'm jumping back to mortification here again. Um, yes, please. All right, so you guys did the first album, and then you guys wrote another album. Tell me about. I'm really curious about Scrolls. That's my favorite of the three albums. Um, yeah, me too. It's a big surprise, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of. Cur- I'm just. You know, I have you here, and I'm. You know, it's, I'm going to be a fanboy here a little bit with you. Ask you stories about that that album and okay. how you, how you guys okay. It's one of the strangest recordings I've ever heard. I mean, the vocals. I've never heard anything like it. I mean, yeah. It's just a, the drums sound like. Like you guys were in some gigantic empty room. Like it's just a, a, this, such a weird, huge sounding album. So, um, tell me a little bit about that, the making of that, and and like uh, the songwriting and all that. Who was involved in that? 
well, uh, where do I start? I mean, it was a, it was a, you know, real sort of a, I guess it, I guess you can't really call it a collaboration because we all kind of wrote songs kind of separately. Like, you know, like I wrote, what did I write? I wrote Terminate Damnation, Ancient Prophecy, Necromanicide. You know, Michael wrote, what, Inflamed, Internal Lamentation, um, Death Requiem. And Steve kind of wrote the rest. So, yeah, Nocturnal and um, Scrolls and, 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 you know, those other songs. So, so it was kind of like you know we kind of kind of had our, our own sort of share of, of you know of, of songs you know we we each kind of owned our own song. Mm-hmm. Um, what what else can I say? Um, it's interesting uh, that. Oh, good. Yeah, no, go ahead, man. I was gonna say it's it's interesting that you all wrote in that that way. It wasn't like you were all just jamming riffs until it all came together, and and yet it sounds cohesive. It doesn't sound like three people writing completely yeah, different Yeah, I, I kind of thought it was a... I, I assumed it was a one-man show. I didn't really realize... I mean, not, yeah. now I don't, but Very at, the time, connect, connect. at the time, I just assumed it was kind of Steve's gig, and the drummer was showing up and doing what drummers usually do, but you're actually quite uh, prolific with all instruments, obviously. That's really cool. So I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know you had that much to do... Uh, like like you 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 presented entire songs. It was almost kind of like you took the lead for about a third of the album, and then yeah, yeah that's that's really that's really cool. I didn't know it was that much of a collaboration. It's pretty neat. Man, I mean, I, I mean, I write most. I, I would have written. Gosh, I probably would have written sixty seventy percent of the songs off self titled. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you name some songs off self titled. Chances are, I probably, I probably, you know, I probably wrote it. So. I mean, yeah. Um, Satan's Doom, you know, Satan's Doom. um, I can't even remember half the names of the songs off self-titled. I I can't remember. Yeah, Majestic Infiltration of Order. (laughs) uh, Steve wrote that one. Steve wrote that one. That's the last one. If you name the songs, I'll tell you. If you name the songs, I'll tell you who wrote it. But um, it should be on the linear note somewhere. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, look, it, it, it kind of only really became. You know, look, and I've got to be careful here, you know, because Steve, Steve's a great guy, and and God bless him, you know, he's absolutely, doing a great job. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, sure. But, you know, it, it kind of, it kind of only really became, you know, I mean, look, you know, in terms of you know my involvement, you know, with modification, it really was a, uh, you know, um, yeah, we all kind of had a crack at, at 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 you know you know bringing material to the you know to the um to the table, so. It wasn't, you know, Steve didn't run the show at all, you know. It really was a democracy back then. Yeah? Cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like to hear yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't say the same for now. I I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> haven't been in the band for yeah. 20 years. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. Right.
Did you? Um, well, I consider I consider the first is it three albums and then the live album. Yeah. I kind of consider that to be like a like a, a first chapter of Mortification. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. And then, and then there were some obvious changes, and 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 I think uh, I you know you you hit the era that I think was the most popular, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess that, that tends to be the consensus here. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's I'm I'm amazed that that they're still pushing, they're still playing, and they're still putting records out. But they're so, um, you know, and and I know he went through the cancer thing, and it was they gave yeah. him literally hours to live and all that. It's amazing oh, that the God healed him and the he was able to, and he kept you know playing through all that. And I was just astounding that he did that. Oh, but from a songwriting, you know, just you know, if if I can be honest, I I just feel like. Uh, there was just a severe drop in quality from them, you know, as the years continued on. And I think a lot of it for yeah. me, just as a fan listening to them, was just like I think these guys are struggling. Be- or Steve's struggling to keep a consistent band together, you know, and and, and put several albums out together. You know, it's always tougher yeah. when you lose a drummer every album or lose a a guitarist every. You know, it's always switching, and you never get the chance to really like connect your. Chemist, make that chemistry, especially when you're putting an album out every yeah. year, literally. Yeah. So it's it, it's, it's interesting you mention that, but you know, I mean, the first person that I think about who actually went through that and actually a very very similar set of circumstances, but with tragic results. But until the final his final breath, he weathered the storm, and that was the beautiful Chuck, because oh, he was yeah, Chuck, Chuck of Death, man. You know, with each lineup change, with each personnel mm-hmm. change. He just went from strength to strength to strength to to man. He just killed it every single time, you know. That God, was, that was an absolute, him. yeah, absolute shock, man. Like I, yeah. that was such a sad thing. He was, and he said he was such a positive guy, you know. He, you yeah. know, he wasn't oh, sitting in, the, yeah. he wasn't sitting backstage using heroin and all that. You know, he was such a clean, no, no he was like hardworking dude. He was like a vegetarian, and he used to yeah. cook for his bands. He used to get upset Absolutely. that the bands weren't eating healthy enough, and he'd cook for them. Yeah, yeah, and it's guys like that you, you want to see keep That's, going. But it's oh, Chuck, man, Chuck Schuldner from Death. For those people that don't know what we're talking about, yeah. we don't mean to sound like metal elitists or anything, but if you're into that yeah. genre, you can just say yeah. Chuck, and everybody knows what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, I've got, I've got, to, I've got, to, I have to say this, dudes. You know. If if it, if it, if if the American you know healthcare system had their sh- together, yeah, he would still mm-hmm. be with us. I I agree. It's I agree. You're I not you're not offending me. All you're doing is upsetting me because I know you're right. Yeah, yeah man. You, you know they basically that family basically ran out of money. That's all it was. To support him, and and he and that was it, man. He couldn't do any more. The family couldn't. ran out of money. I know. That would be, it's so uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. Tragic story, man. But I tell you what, he's you know every, every single December 13, every single year, I sit down and listen to one of his albums from beginning to end, and I just you know I'm in tears, man, because the guy had that you know you know you, you you guys asked me earlier on, you know, are you a fan of death, man? I am a fan of death.
Tough question. Yeah, man. Best death album. Oh, this I got <laughs> That is. That, that is. Well, that's tough. That's tough. But I know that that's is what really I tough. But you know, they're all. You know, they're all so so close together. I'd have to say, human. Oh, excellent choice. Human is my runner-up. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say some, maybe symbolic. I, I, I say symbolic, yeah. I flip back and forth right in that sort of middle period where they sort of had that old production still, but they started yeah. to really prog out a little bit. The basses, the bassist was, I don't know who the guy is, but the fretless bass. Steve DiGiorgio, yeah. Steve DiGiorgio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is that, in which yeah. one's the one with the fretless bass? Is that individual thought That's Steve DiGiorgio, yeah. yeah. That one too. Oh my yeah. gosh, such a great album. My uh, yeah, yeah. my old my old band uh, Crutch covered Lack of Comprehension. Oh wow! It was awesome. And it was an excellent cover too. I, I think I think co- no, I have I have a video I have a VHS cassette upstairs somewhere. That's the only recording that I know of that we did. And I think that's the song that got the attention of Living Sacrifice, which helped wow. us. Kind of propel a few things because we actually opened for them and we played a death song and they were they they turned around like they were like they were like who's I mean I mean Jason it would be like it would literally be like you know you know you you've done a couple records you come to a show these little snot nosed punks are setting up about to play a show and then all of a sudden they start pulling out a, a like a a perfectly executed death song, and you're like, they somebody else knows this like it was like yeah, one of those moments man. yeah so That's insane yeah, yeah it was insane. fun. God yeah. rest them. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drop, drop some death in here, I think. Play a death yeah, song. Yeah, man. It's coming up. It's come, December's coming up. We're going to have to have a, another tear fest because it happens every year. Man. Oh, we, man. We dedicated uh, Crutch's first album. I can't, hate to keep plugging my old band, but it, it keeps coming up. Um, Crutch's first <laughs> By you. By you. <laughs> and it just keeps coming up. Crutch just keeps coming up. Oh, it just keeps coming up. <laughs> Shut up! I'll mute your microphone. Oh, man. Uh, our first, our first. Great. Yeah. I haven't even mentioned my. I haven't even. I have not even brought up my current band name. Yeah, yeah. You'll get and your chance. You'll get your chance. We've been on the air once. We've been gone for like half an hour, and it's just crutch this, crutch. Oh, Who, who's on. being interviewed, man? Come on. <laughs> Say one more thing. Just crush that. <laughs> uh, our first album is called Hope Prevails, and we actually uh, we were at the time. Yeah, are we still talking about Crutch? What's going on? He's dude, killing me. The inside liner notes. We actually we actually do the R.I.P. to Chuck because it happened like as we were assembling that album and everything. So the whole thing was That's cool. Yeah. All I was trying to say, wise ass. <laughs> Oh, this is fun. Oh, man. So anyway, my next band. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh. it. Oh, man. So, <laughs> man, I'm like so lost now. We're talking about death. We're talking about every band but the bands Jason was in. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. okay. Yeah, I, want, I, got, yeah. I got one more question about scrolls, and we can move, <laughs> we can move on to the timeline, your other timeline. <laughs> so, um, 
just real quick, uh, uh, just as a curiosity, um, how how in the world did he record his vocals on that album? They just sound so crazy. Like, is he did he did a like a bunch of layers or something? Or oh, I think we, I, no, I, yeah, I think we um, double tracked it. I think, yeah, yeah, it just sounds so crazy, like heavy. Yeah. But but, but not only did we but but not only did we double track it, a lot of the tracks, um, I I doubled as well. Did you do some vocals? Oh, or really? Are you talking? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking so, drum stuff? No, 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 no vocals. So, so oh, I mean, cool. I mean, a lot of those vocals are basically the horde vocals, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I never even put that together. Uh, and oh, you, you, uh, you know, like that higher stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you know, magnetic fast the minds, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that yeah, that creepy like secondary yeah. weird voice in the background. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah, cool. So people I, think that's so strange. Effect. People people think that's an effect, but it's just Steve and me. That's oh. cool. Yeah. Man, you had a and lot that whole to do thing, with these songs. That's it, it, cool. all, like all that vocal underneath, you know that, you know, kind of vocal underneath. Yeah. That's on me doing that that crap as well. That's cool, man. Hmm. That's really awesome. I, I, you know, never would have known this not if we hadn't talked to you. That's really cool to know. Yeah, yeah. You can you listen I'll, to it. <laughs> a whole different light. So post-momentary affliction comes along. You guys kind of changed the vocal style a little bit. Steve decided he wanted to sing a little as well as uh. Oh, was, yeah. he, he started introducing the high pitched yep. type vocals. What, what was that all about? I like the high. Yeah, oh, yeah. What I, dug it? It. I dug it on that record. I thought it sounded good on I mean, that record. Look, I mean, you know, I've I've got to be honest here, dudes. You know, my involvement in that out I didn't know I did track drums on it. But um yeah, look, I started to you know, I started to lessen my involvement sort of at that stage. So Steve was yeah. starting to sort of, you know, take more of the reins and sort of mm-hmm. have a, a little bit more control over things. And and you know, you know, um, yeah. So and, and and to be honest, I mean, I was, I think I had, I think I was in preparation to record Exhumed of the Earth when we tracked Post yeah. Momentary. Yeah, so I, I was, was really I was, close. Yeah, because so I was kind of almost in that in that paramecium sort of phase, you know. So it was it was almost like I've got to be honest, it's almost like my heart kind of wasn't really in it, you know, when mm. I was recording the album, yeah. you know. I'll, I'll man, I'm, I'll lay it all on the line, you know. So um, and of course, you know, my only contribution, uh, musical contribution to post momentary affliction was butcher mutilation, and that wasn't even mm. on the album, you know. That was yeah. on a nuclear block compilation album. There was definitely a departure in, in the sound of it, so I could, you know, yeah. Knowing that now, can you can make sense of that? Okay, it's still so a solid record, I think, for sure. So let me yeah. let me iron this out. Let me get this straight. This at the yeah. time, at the you were still kind of like wrapping up with Mortification because Paramecium came along. 
No, well, I mean, I I left modification because I wanted to pursue an art career. So I started oh. I started oh. my my graphic design and my artistic studies, you know, around the time that you know we recorded just a bit before we recorded um, post momentary affliction. So, I mean, I knew that you know there's not going to be any money being in a death metal band, so I'd better you know get my together and start you know. Start Absolutely, doing some yeah. study, and, and I'm and I'm doing it now. So I chose the career path that I'm doing now, and I'm still doing it and love it, and that's you know, great, supporting man. the family and, and all the rest of it. So you know, yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, so that's basically the reason. And you know, other little reasons here and there is that you know Steve and I were sort of struggling to kind of see eye to why he wanted to take it into a different direction, and you know, I kind of wanted to. I mean, you know, as you could tell with Paramecium, I wanted to keep it. Heavy, heavy, heavy with your crazy vocals, and just just keep going mm-hmm. a little bit more extreme. Not necessarily faster, but you know, still taking it in that really extreme underground kind of vibe, you know. And what and what direction was Steve going that you that you shied away from? Well, obviously, everything after that, Bloodwell. Listen to Bloodwell, and that was the direction he was going. You know, just yeah. more in that, just more in that hardcore, you know, kind of vein. You know, a little bit, yes. a little bit more popish, a little bit more hardcore. You know, got it. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Paramecium is one of the, my favorite things you were involved in. Um, oh, I, I have a really, yeah, absolutely. I have a really uh, uh, a fond fondness to sort of. Um, it's hard to explain what I mean by this, but I don't want to say goth, but like the neo folk yeah. kind of, uh, yeah, you know, like the the sort of, and uh, uh, I'm I'm totally blanking on the lead singer's name now, and I I know his name, Did but I forgot it. it. Thank you very much. So like he he seemed to be really into that sort of, uh, uh, uh what do you call it? like I don't want to, I don't want to say fantasy, but sort of like uh he was writing novels and stuff, right? A lot of uh, yeah, he was, didn't yeah. he write some well, books or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How do you, well, he, he what wrote, do you describe? Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say he wrote the. Uh, there was a book that w- uh, was released in support of Within the Ancient Forest. Yeah, which that was, was the second that. album. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that was that was a book you know uh, that he wrote. Yeah. But there was sort of a goth tinged element to that, or a neo folk mm-hmm. element to that, that I really really liked. And of course, it was super slow in spots and just sort of just kind of grimy and doomy. And and um, what were the what were the influences of that? How did that all come together? Well, I think, um, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, my dying bride, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. cathedral. Cathedral was a big influence on us back then. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Which was Lee, Lee Dorian's band after he left uh, Napalm Death. So he went from, you know, brutal, crazy, you know, um, grindcore to you know this doom ethereal. Uh, doom kind of band, funeral doom kind of band, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all those all those instruments like you know the the harps and the cellos and the mm-hmm. the flutes and all that kind of thing. That was all you know, sort of. Yeah, we we really loved you know my dying bride and Anathema, yeah. which was another band that right we listened on. to back then. Yeah, Cathedral, yeah. So and Anathema now are just well, I think they're kind of almost playing pop music now. But you know they used to be, mm. you know. Doom Death kind of band, you know. So yeah, all those kind of bands really influenced. Yeah. Um, and Anathema, Anathema yeah. took like a weird electronic-y turn somewhere. Yeah, maybe that's what they yeah. ended up doing. Yeah. yeah, and and it got it got. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like really really heavy doom synth. 
pop dance music. It's okay. Yeah. Not well. Not. I'm real. I'm really. I'm really beating them up. But compared to what they yeah. used to be, yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Yeah. I feel you on that. Did, Look, um, I've not even. I've. I, I don't think I've even. I, the only album I remember from them was probably, you know, the Crestfallen or something yeah. like that, which was way, way, way back. But you know, I've. I've. I've no idea what they're doing now. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever tour in America with any of the bands? Uh, interesting question. <laughs> no, no, Scotty, no. It, you know, I never, I never really thought about it, uh, except for the no, fact I that I could say I never saw you play live. But um, yeah. <clears throat> as I'm sitting here thinking about Pyram- Paramecium, I'm like, you know what? I never saw them play. I don't even know yeah. if they did that. <laughs> you know, so well, well, um, three weeks yeah, after I left, uh, three weeks after I left Mortification after Post Momentary. Um, they, you know, got the offer to to go over and play Cornerstone, you know, and, and do start, oh. you know, you know, getting in and playing and, and playing the US. So, I mean, look, I've got I've got absolutely, you know, no regrets, man. I mean, I I want to get over to the to the US like you wouldn't believe, but, you know, my priority was to, you know, to you know start doing my studies and all the rest of it. So they they uh, they got mm-hmm. Johnny Vasquez. Oh, okay. Uh, who uh, played on Released Upon the Earth, Vengeance Rising, and I think yep. maybe even Destruction Comes. Oh, no, no, Chris Hyde played on Destruction Chris Hyde played, yeah. Chris Hyde, yeah. Yeah. Uh, rest man, in peace. No, man, God rest his soul, man. Yeah. What a... Absolutely. Man, I'm going to tear up just talking about him as well, man. He's just a it's, monster player. And, yeah. Man. yeah. Man, this is Absolutely. getting real sad, but uh, yeah, yeah, but man, yeah, man, Chris Hyde, man, I'll have a beer for him later, but... Um, Absolutely. So yeah, so so basically that's kind of what happened, you know. After we finished post momentary, you know, all the offers, the touring offers, the overseas touring offers started to come in, and and I'd already left the band at that stage, and yeah. So okay. uh, basically, the, for the first tour, uh, they got uh, Johnny Vasquez, who was playing in Vengeance Rising at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you you did manage to still record a lot with those guys, the Paramecium guys, despite that. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, I'm a little no, rusty. You're you're on at least half of their discography, if not more, right? I mean, I want to say. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, the first three. So it was basically Tune of the Earth, uh, um, within the Ancient Forest, yes. and we did an EP called uh, Repentance. So I did that as well. Yes, I did okay. two songs from that. Which you weren't on a time to mourn. No, no, no. That okay. was uh, that was that is um, Andrew's, I think, cousin Mark Mark Orr. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he recorded drums for that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah Paramecium. Oh man, I, I remember hearing Injudicial on on uh, Christian radio here. Believe it or not, you guys were on Christian radio over here for a, a brief <laughs> period when that sort of thing happened. When they'd play metal music yeah. and and just hearing his vocals, Andrew's vocals, just man, another another one of those kind of vocalists that you're just like you never heard anything like it. Yeah. 
still to this day that that first record is is my favorite one. I just love it. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, was, I'm, I'm I'm real proud of it, and yeah, man, it's yeah, I love it. It's cool. Happy I don't I don't think I've ever even heard within the ancient forest, and now that I know that it's a concept album with a that that was kind of designed after a book, I'm really curious about listening to yeah, that. That's really that sounds, awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's good. It is what it is, and you know we're, we're pretty happy with it. You know, so yeah, right. And Horde, at somewhere around this period is when the Horde happened, right? That was that was more mid nineties, right? Like yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Horde, Horde was now what happened with Horde? So yeah, it was around ninety four. I recorded yeah. Horde. You know, wrote, basically wrote wrote uh, Guzvat in six months, and just yeah, wow. sort of put, put everything together and demoed it and, and got it all going and and basically so Steve basically hooked me up with uh, Nuclear Blast um, to get uh, the Horde album released. So they uh, they released Heli Guzbart back in 94. Okay. The, Horde is the one... I, I had the record, um, and but, I, but I, I know the least amount about that. I knew that it was you, and I knew that yep. you were doing, uh, from my assumption, all or most of the work on it. Um, yep. But I know nothing about it in terms of like if who else was in it or how how you guys played out or anything like that. So um, yep. kind of curious about that. Yep. Like how much of a of a part of your life was that? Uh, everything <laughs> for you know for only a short a short while. You know, like I mean, yeah. I um, but then look, man, it paid off later on because you know I mean it was a solo album. I I did everything and you know almost even ended up recording the damn thing by myself. So. Um, you know, the it's one of my favorite kind of things you did, actually. I love it. I love how fast it is, and how it, it, honestly, I have, I have, and I'm not saying this because you're here. I'm not kissing your butt here or anything like that. I, I really mean it when I say I think it. I think it rivals a lot of the classic, famous uh, black metal bands, the bands that that you aspire to uh, respond to with it. <laughs> you know, yeah, the dark yeah. well, and stuff. I, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, all those bands were really, you know, influential on the sound. I mean, Death mm-hmm. Throne, Mayhem, you know, and uh, Death Throne, I- Immortal, and uh, Burzum, you know, were really sort of influential oh, yeah. on the sound. But see, those records were lacking in production, whereas you, yeah. you kind of had, you had that nice sort of marriage of like it was early enough to sound like that old stuff, but it was recorded better, and it had a, and of course, again, having that clean blast beat that you, you're able to do, it just really all kind of accumulated in this like bigger sounding. Oh, you know, thanks, I, I find it to be more brutal than a lot of that old stuff. Maybe, maybe not necessarily in terms of all the lyrics and stuff, but I, of course, as a Christian, yeah. can appreciate when a black metal band gets outstaged by a Christian black metal band. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, really, I really dug that record. Yeah, I mean, look, it was just it was just an answer to all the, all the all the you know black metal crap that was you know going around and just all the murders and you know church burnings and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I just wanted to, you, yeah. know, you know what, you know this kind of music needs some some you know good lyrics too, you know. So mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, put some good good lyrics to it, and you know, if they don't like it, then you know who cares, you know. I just wanted to put some shed some light into the darkness, you know. And yeah. you know, people think it's all a it's all a big, you know, piss take or a big, a big, you know, joke or a big laugh, but it's not. It's not a parody. It's not a, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not making fun of the black metal, you know, sound. It's just all it was was just I just wanted to make a difference, you know. I just wanted to record something that yeah. sounded the same, but just had some godly lyrics, man. So that's that's the yeah. end of the story. It wasn't a joke or anything. So yeah. 
and and you you kept in touch with Steve through all that too. You were saying he helped you get yeah, the well, record out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he had a lot to do with you know hooking me up with Marcus uh, from Nuclear mm-hmm. Blast and, and Marcus. Are you guys still you know, friends? Uh, me oh, and Steve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't catch up as often as we'd like to, but sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I've, got, I've got you know no matter you know matter, you know no matter what you know he's doing you know nowadays in, in terms of quality or whatever, it's kind of irrelevant to me. You know, the guy is yeah, the, totally. the guy is is a soldier, man, and he's just he's survived and he's he's you know one of the most inspirational guys I've ever met. You know, he's just that's, unbelievable that's great, guy. You he's can't take that from him. His story, his story is is jaw dropping. Oh, Amazing, just yeah, amazing absolutely. man. Just mm-hmm. yeah, just incredible story of survival. You know, just amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you you basically quit like um you know the idea of being in a like a touring professional music kind of career quite a while ago, twenty years ago. But you still managed to to put out some really good albums. Um, in Exordium. Was something oh, I yep. heard. You, um, what what other projects am I missing? I know there's Inexordium and yep. And what else? Soundscape. Yep, Soundscape. Yep, yep. So that was a progressive progressive rock thing, like an almost an instrumental dream theater. Mm, oh, Travis. That sounds like something Travis is into. That's exactly what I always wanted dream theater to be. Wow. Okay. Well, have you have you got Soundscape? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, bet you better you better get get cracking, boy. I tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, there, Sherlock, homie. I went to see. Uh, I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said that, and not that the other one. I went to see. Uh, Sherlock, I went to see, homo. <laughs> I went to see. I went not to that see, there's anything wrong with that. I'm gonna quote Seinfeld here. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, total Seinfeld. <laughs> That's great. You've never set foot in American soil, but you just quoted Seinfeld, so all. You know what? You just. Oh you, you man. I went Man, to see. Man, I am, I am, I am Seinfeld obsessed. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. No, me don't too. be sorry. That's, That's great. That's the greatest show I've ever seen. I went to see Mike Portnoy at the Modern Drummer Festival many, many moons ago, and he played with a Beatles cover band called Yellow Matter. Oh, yeah. Paul Gilbert on guitar mm-hmm. and oh, wow. some Beatles covers, playing this little four-piece kit. This is a little Ringo kit, and then. Okay, Naughty's Hello Kitty kit. Oh yeah, I saw that. No. <laughs> it wasn't his Hello Kitty kit. I was like, my how the mighty have yeah. fallen. So then, when they're done, they play like they play like seven Beatles songs or something, and then yeah. they do that, and that that beginning of uh from images and words that uh oh yeah you know what I mean that low that low keyboard part. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They roll the biggest drum set. It looked like a drum shop on a rise. They roll this SS Portnoy friggin' submarine out onto the stage, yeah. and th- yeah. and the other three musician members of Dream Theater join him, and they oh, play wow. they play what they call the instrumedley, which was like 27 straight minutes of all the best Dream Theater stuff without vocals. James LeBray wasn't even there, and and when wow. they were done, wow. when they were when they were done, I was like, yes, that they should be doing that. <laughs> that was yeah. excellent. But then, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say they got a real drummer, Neil Peart, got on and. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Man, and I'm a huge Rush fan, so come on, don't, don't, oh, don't, no, don't, yeah, don't. ain't nothing wrong with that. I can't. Travis I can't, and I have I, seen them 
before. I, I can't bash. I can't uh, bash Mike Portnoy. Mike Portnoy lives around me, so I can't bash him. I might run into him one day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he moved from Long Island to to uh, yeah. the Lehigh Valley in uh, in oh, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah, he lives he lives around here. But anyway, that's crazy, man. Yeah, going back to the Dream Theater thing. Man, drummers you can are call just geeking out. out here. Oh yeah, this is definitely a drumming <laughs> podcast. It just turned into dr- a drum geek show here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You guys ever heard of uh? I'm trying to knit right. What's that joke? Uh, we, we did you see did you see the Rush? Just gonna go back to Rush real quick. The Rush Time Machine tour where they yeah. had the no no I didn't see. Well, that Rush had never played in Australia, so I've only seen the I've got the DVD. Oh, you're kidding me! What? And they're, and they're retiring too. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, they're doing their farewell oh, tour right now. Man, it's called R40, Rush 40. Believe it or not, they went through 40 years and still oh, kill it every time. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, you had 40 years to get your ass over here and see Rush, man. Don't get mad at them. <laughs> no, they that, had 40 that, years time. to go to Australia. Man, <laughs> they can that afford, time they can afford to go that, I was going to say, that time machine drum kit's hilarious. Have you seen the condoms they have oh. on, the, on the drum kit? <laughs> no, the condoms. It looks like... And it's like, it's, it's like yeah, it's all steampunk, you know. Right. Oh and yeah, like, totally. It's, yeah. It's, it's got all these lights down the bottom. Look like all these erect condoms, just sort of. Oh no. <laughs> it's so funny, man. You've got to, to, you, you got to Google. You got to Google the time machine drum kit. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Stephen. Oh, go, type, go type erect condoms into the Google and see what comes up. No thanks. Yeah, you do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It With won't safe be <laughs> Good move. All right, where the hell were we? We were talking we? about, yeah, we're talking about soundscape. Soundscape. Oh, you were talking about Soundscape, Dream Theater, and then down the oh, road. Let's talk about something. I'm kidding. No, go ahead. Hey, you're the big crutch. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> man, I'm, no, this, this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm this is a bit Hilarious. What what else the hell was I doing? Oh yeah yeah so uh so in in I'll just I'll just take over for him from here. So in in two thousand and six in two thousand and six, um, Paramecium got back together and we played a festival in Norway called Nordic Fest. Mm. And then after we played Nordic Fest, basically that's when an exordium kind of kicked in. Okay. okay. So same lineup. So we had Andrew. Jason Duran on guitar yeah. and myself, and then we basically switched over to Inexordium, got a new guitarist, and released the the um yeah the debut Inexordium album. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. And, and Andrew decided yeah. he wanted to he wanted to speed things up and get it, make it more brutal and faster. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's when he started Revulsed, Yeah. Yeah, and he's in Revulse. I see Revulse, I'm not no. very familiar. That's very new. No, to no, me, so. that is that, that is completely and totally and utterly wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't well. I I, I didn't think no. that he was, but so no. no, no, no. I'm the one that I'm I'm the one that wanted to speed things up and go extra brutal when I formed revolts. <laughs> well, I mean, in Exordium, that wasn't a uh, a live or, or, or a touring band. Obviously, you, I've, you've well, established that you didn't really tour. Well, we didn't we didn't tour per se, but we did. Uh, did you like the Latin I got in there? We didn't. Um, <laughs> Well, we did some local shows. We did a few Melbourne local shows, you know, and then we did, obviously, we, you know, halfway. Well, actually, what we did, when we played in Norway in the Nordic Fest show as Paramecium, halfway through the set, we, we actually switched to an exordium and played three or four an exordium songs. Oh, that's cool. How'd the fans so, take that? And then, 
and and then yeah, cool man. They loved it. They were just they were totally pumped for it. And and yeah. then we came back and recorded the and finished off writing the Inexordium album, and then we recorded that. So we did yeah. that. Oh, hey. Jason, you've been in so many bands that you actually switched bands during a set. I mean, that's that's <laughs> yeah. a lot, that's, man. Is that is that a first time though? That might have been the first time. Yeah, we wanted to do that. What's the, what are you laughing at? What what do you? What's laughing at you? Is he is he is he farting under the chair or something? No, no, no. I'm la I'm laughing because I could just I could just picture uh, like uh, playing four Paramecium songs and then be like, okay, from now on we're in Exordium and just sit back down yeah. and I just I don't know I just maybe yeah. four, four four Paramecium songs. So three hours later we you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> three hours later yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's great. So tell us about the new band. Yes, I, I, I've heard the one song and I love it. Well, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a, a debut album coming out very very soon. It's literally weeks away now. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I so basically right. after after I finished with an exordium, um, I actually uh, Jason Duran who who was with with me in Paramecium, Altera Enigma. Uh, and in Exordium, um, he left the band a little bit after the album was recorded, and we got a new guitarist called Sheldon DeCosta. Okay. And uh, he he uh, is a Canadian guy who moved over with his family, uh, well, gee, be almost eight nine years ago now, from Canada to he was he was living in Toronto and he moved over to Melbourne. His wife got a job, so he moved over here with the uh, him and his his wife and his little boy. And he had his second. He had his little girl out here uh, just a few months after they arrived. And wow. um, so, so we hooked up to, uh, together just via um, a mutual uh, friend and work colleague that Sheldon had. And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we kind of hooked up, and then he joined in Exordium uh, after Jason left. 
and Sheldon had done a few other projects. He 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 did some projects, and he's he's best buddies with uh, Jeff Lewis, who did the Relentless album, um, a Modifications Relentless album. Yeah, and he's yeah. got another. He's got another. He's had a lot to do with. He's played on a lot of um, uh, the Sympathy albums, the, the Canadian band Sympathy uh, with Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those guys have a have a real real good connection. But uh, Jeffrey's still living in Canada, uh, doing his his own thing, and um, and Sheldon's obviously moved to Australia. So he, Sheldon and I are doing an exordi- are doing. I'm getting confused now. Revolves together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just the last five years. We've been you know collaborating and, and writing you know this debut album and uh, putting it all together and. And kind of the rest is history, so that's you know just just about to come out. Did um uh, the song I heard it kind of reminded me of the Scrolls era a little bit. Obviously, it's more <clears throat> excuse me more um it's updated in production and stuff like that, but um and, and a bit more technical I would I would say too. Um, but did you are you are you attempting to sort of bring back that the spirit of that that old classic death metal? I mean, is that something you're still pursuing? I mean the thing that like I'm, I'm yeah look I mean I'm just I'm such a death metal fan you know like I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 the biggest fan ask me anything about death metal and you know I'm, I might be able to answer the, the question I'm, I'm just a massive fan of death metal so you know modern old school you know mm-hmm. slam death you know no matter you know doesn't really Absolutely. matter so yeah look I mean yeah. I'm I'm just wanting to yeah man I'm just wanting to sort of relive that sort of old sort of effigy of forgotten sort of you know mm-hmm. uh, emotion of sanity kind of vibe suffocation and gorguts of course and just sort oh, of yeah. bringing that kind of back and uh, you know one of my it's an dude it's an amazing story you know one of my all-time favorite bands is a german band called defeated sanity mm. And mm. you know they are they are in in terms of technical brutal death metal there there's none better you know they are just and another band called Despondency another amazing amazing band and basically what happened was you know obviously we still needed to find a vocalist to finish this album off you know because we'd done all the drums we'd done all the guitars everything was written and recorded but we were still you know we, you know we needed some vocals for, for this mm-hmm. thing you know. So I was, you know, I'd, I'd I'd written all the lyrics, co-written the lyrics with, uh, whether you guys remember Yowie from Metanoia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so Yowie, yeah, so Yowie is an awesome, awesome dude, and we basically started writing the lyrics together, um, you know, quite a, a few well, a few years ago. Now we've been working on this thing for five years, and I'm, I finished off the lyrics, and did all the phrasing and all the rest of it, you know, for the for the lyrics. And the vocals, and we still needed to find a vocalist, you know. So we, we, you know, we were looking around and you know, sort of struggling to find someone and all the rest of it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we've got a great guy uh, to fly down from Queensland, Pete Ball, who was in a band. It was is in a band called uh, Those Who Endure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really, really amazing guy. A really great, amazing, talented guy. But just for whatever reason, it just didn't kind of work out. You know, just you know, we're, I'm a real, real fussy guy, and and it just just didn't kind of work out. You know, but we did we did do a, happen to do a photo shoot together before we tracked. You know, the songs that you know that he could do. So. Yeah. You know, as we were doing the photo shoot, you know, we couldn't, you know, we we, we weren't to know that it wasn't actually going to work out. So we went ahead with that. In the photo shoot, I was wearing my defeated sanity hoodie shirt, and I, I, you know, for whatever you know reason, went ahead and used that as my profile pic for Facebook. So after I did that, 
after I did that, I got this comment from the vocalist from Defeated Sanity. Basically, my favourite vocalist who's doing that guttural death metal style in my favourite band, currently in my favourite band. Oh, wow. And he comments and says, he, he puts a comment there, and I'm like, he's like, man, I can't believe this. You know, I used to headbang, you know, to, to mortification when I was a kid back in the day, and and so, you know, you wearing this shirt, it's making me really proud. So I'm like, and I'm, oh. I've you know, messaged back to him, man, Connie, you've blown my mind, man. You've blown my mind, you know. So that, that started That's this so whole cool. dialogue. That's cool of, on both you know, sides. Man, yeah. bless God for Facebook, man, because seriously, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have hooked up with this guy, you know. So, tell, tell, and, and, tell that one more, Say that one more time to Travis. Tell Travis about how good Facebook is. Man. He's not on it. He hates it. I would say Travis who very funny. That I would say thank God for band shirts and uh, wearing hoodies and advertising what you're yeah. into because it stirs up conversations. <laughs> you don't necessarily need Facebook to do that. All okay, right, all right, get off ahead. your soapbox. Go back to Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Back to Twitter. Back to Twitter. You twit. Oh, <laughs> no, anyway, uh, yeah, that, that's cool though. So, so, yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah. So, so where did that lead off to? He just yeah. Well, I, well, I, I you know, we were, you know, we were just in this conversation, just in this mm -hmm. Facebook conversation, you know, <laughs> and we were just—it was just awesome, man. You know, we were just having some dialogue, and and I was just saying how ironic it was that you know we were yeah. talking together, and that, and that he would contact me, and the one thing that we needed for to to finish this album was was vocal tracks, you know, uh -huh. and I was telling him about it, and so he was said, you know, well, so what are you doing now? And I'm like, oh, I've got this this death metal band going, and you know, we had 90% done recording this album, and we just need to lay down some vocal tracks, and he's like. Man, you know, I'll send me a song. I'll, I want to do it. I want to do it. You know. Oh man, and that's, I just kinda, I that's great. I, I just kind of, I just kind of, you know, brushed it off. And I was so, you know, excited about talking to him. I almost forgot that he'd even mentioned that. You know, and we just kept talking. And and then, you know, a couple of minutes later, he came back and said, "By the way, man, I was serious about wanting to do the vocals." And I'm like, I just, I just could not believe it, man. You know. And and here's the kicker. And this is the kicker, man. The thing is, before all this started to hook up, you know, I'm struggling. I'm, you know, Lord, what's happening? I can't find a vocalist. You know, what? No one wants to. What's going on? You know, nothing's working out. You know, God, God, I'm just so frustrated. I'm just trying to do everything in my own strength. You know, mm -hmm. and at that point, I just said to the Lord, I said, Man, you got to take this. I'm done with this. I'm, I'm so over worrying about this. Just do whatever you want to do. Just see what happens. And then, as soon as I let go and gave everything to Him. He's like, bang, 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 bang. All this yeah. stuff and stuff that happened. And it's like, man, God, you are freaking unbelievable, man. That's how this it is works, man. Freaking out, man. So, Absolutely. dude, he did everything. You know, he hooked us up with Connie, and and Connie recorded the album. You know, not only did he record the album for us, but he got assigned to Permeated Records out of Italy, um, who is releasing the album in a few weeks' time, and. Man, he's just he's just you know set everything up for us. So it's just the guy is just the most beautiful guy you'd ever meet. Sounds like you know Satan's death child, but he's just <laughs> he's just the most amazing guy. And That's what I always look for in a man. <laughs> Satan's oh, death child. That's cool, man. Yeah, what's man. The, no, what's sounds the, like, um, sounds like death. What's the situation with the album release? Like, is it coming out on like what what format yeah. and when? Uh, what label yeah. and all that? Yeah, it's coming out on Permeated Records, out of, based oh, out of okay, Italy. Yeah. 
Um, it's going to be out in. Um, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, his Connie's. You know, one of one of Connie's good mates is the is the record label owner. So oh, okay. Connie basically orchestrated everything, set everything up, send you know, set the oh, songs man. to him, and they were like, man, you know, we want in on this. So you know, so they were really really excited about it. So yeah, man, it's it's coming out on CD and vinyl. Oh really? Oh vinyl. nice. I'm excited yeah. about that. I'm a vinyl nut, so I'm really excited. Yeah, cool. man. Where, you know, where can we, where down can the track, we... might have done some splatter vinyl or something like that. You know, oh, where, yeah. can, where can we find it? Well, it's not it's not released yet, so it'll be released through the permeated uh, site, their Bandcamp site, or, or however they big cartel or however however they have things set up. Yeah. Send us send us um, all the links. We'll post it though, just so that people connect yeah. with the label and stuff and get yeah, ready man, for it. Yeah. Yeah, man. As soon as it comes out, and it won't be for a few weeks. It'll probably be, you know, maybe even towards the end of, you know, sort of mid-November, maybe towards the end of November. That's cool. Sweet, uh, man. Yeah, but it's 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 well and truly on its way out, and it's yeah, pretty much almost pressed now, and and we're getting some really cool merch merch stuff uh, set up as well with some really cool hoodies and shirts and nice, merch man. designs and all the rest of it. So yeah, so man, it's all it's all happening. You know, we should be able to make some pretty decent announcements in the next week or so. Um, and yeah, man, it's something that I'm totally passionate about, and just you know can't wait to. Get out and play some live shows and um, yeah, get cracking on this thing because I'm pretty. So you are gonna you are pushing it live and all that too. That's cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, you you were hoping you know to maybe do some uh, international shows next year, um, oh, but we, you know we definitely want to do some local shows as soon as we can and and uh, all the rest of it. So yeah, man. Jason, and, this and, warms my heart because this we we talk about this a lot on this podcast is about um, <clears throat> how you have to. Go out and do what you need to do for the day job. You, you're an artist, yep. you're graphic yeah. design. Yet, yep. that burning, that that, I just can't stop. Music thing still exists. So you go do yeah. what you got to do from nine to five. You go home. Yep. You take. You cut the grass. You take care of your daughter. You do what you got to do, and then yeah. and then you spend your free time instead yeah. of golfing or fishing or something like that. You go grind, and 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 I, yeah. I love it. It's an inspiration, man. It's it's it, there's a lot of us out there, and this podcast is kind of about pulling that community together and encouraging each other and saying like, dude, Jason Sherlock, the guy on the Mortification albums. Still cranking out albums, like just keep going, just keep doing it because it's yeah. it's it's fun. It, there's it's such a, there's not another fun. There's, there's not a more fun hobby on the planet. Dude, that's that that's you've just nailed it. You know, if it wasn't, dude, it's the it's the most fun, rewarding thing. You know that I can apart from obviously spending time with the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's I just I love it, man. You know, like I'll I'll, I'll go down and blast and play some stuff and. And just you know, just it's yeah, man. It's just I love it as a passion. You know, I listen to it. I live, breathe, eat, crap, death metal. You know, so I just love this. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm just so glad you you keep you keep playing. Like you've kept playing all this time. You know, you know, so many guys would have would have quit the bands back in the '90s and just gave up because they because they they get caught up in that whole thinking of like, well, it's not going to pay my bills and it's not going to. Be the big dream rock star gig that I thought it was gonna be, and then they just they just give yeah. up on it. And especially like the, before the internet really took over and stuff, and you were able to yeah. do things differently. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. really cool you you managed to keep keep playing and haven't yeah, haven't slowed down, haven't slowed down at all, man. Like no, I mean that's it. I mean yeah, people keep saying you know people 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 say to me all the time, you know, man, you got to do it. Or you know, 
I mean, poor Steve, you know, the, the amount of people that he gets, you know, oh, you got to do another scroll, you got to do another scroll, you got to do another scroll, you know, and he's like, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do another scroll, what are you talking about, you know, and people say to me, man, you got to do another Elm Musk. It's like, man, I, I you know, I, I, I did scrolls when I did, you know, in Exordium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in my mind, that 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 destroyed scrolls, you know. So now I'm out to destroy an exordium, you know what I mean? So it's like a <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds it sounds negative, you know, but you know, I, I love no, no, really yeah. fast, heavy, brutal stuff, you know. And I just want to keep churning it out. And Sheldon, you know, wants to do it, and he's into it too. And you know, we're we're so we're so aligned and connected, you know, with that. And he's got an amazing family that he's juggling as well, and. He's got a full-time job that he's he's doing, and and he's you know just as passionate about it as I am, and you know we're just it's amazing, man, how God you know hooked you know, me and Sheldon up as well, and and you know Connie as well, and it's just it's insane, man. But we just we love it, we love doing it. Yeah, man. I think I have one more question. Um, here's where here's I got where... more than one more question, but go ahead. Okay, all right. Well, I'll probably think of more questions as we go, but I have my next question. Yeah, put it that way. Um, yeah. here, here's where uh, two of the most influential Christian metal bands intersect. How mm -hmm. did you hook up with Deliverance? Hello. Jimmy called you up and just said, "Hey, uh, we need a we need a guy from the from the the the, the era that understands our band." Is that how it? <laughs> 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 not quite, not quite. It was almost like it was almost a little bit of a like a you know a Connie kind of moment. In that Connie offered to you know do do the Revolved album. Well, you know I was I think I think Mike Mike Phillips, uh, guitarist for Deliverance. I think he might have either commented on or posted uh, a YouTube video of mine. I think maybe on his Facebook or something. There's that there's that word again, Facebook. Great, think, great website. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, man, good. I thoroughly recommend. Moving on. Very resourceful. So, <laughs> so that, that that's how it basically happened. I think I'm pretty sure he he commented on or posted or shared a, a, a one of my YouTube videos on his Facebook page, and okay. and I was obviously tagged in it. And then I just started this dialogue with, with with Mike. You know, we just we just started chatting, and and he was telling me about the new Deliverance album and. And you know how far along they got with that, and when they scheduled release date, and all the rest of it. And and I said, well, how how are you doing? Are you doing? What's happening with the drums? You got a drummer for that thing? And he said, well, you know, we're just using we're using program drums. We're using you know what a drummer superior, whatever it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said I said to him, man, you know, totally up to you guys, but. You know, I'd, I'd love to send me some songs. And I'd love to play play on it. You know, that's so, cool. so that's basically how that happened. You know, we started this dialogue, and and he he was like, and th this is the thing that you got to understand, man. I'm just a dude who's got a family and who loves metal. You know, I don't, you know, there's no, you know, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I can't do, I can't do crap, you know, because, you know, it's all, it's all about, you know, God, God for me, you know, there's, there's yeah. nothing to praise you. This is a dude who loves to hit. It's like, it's like Beavis and Butthead, you know. Oh, can I help you, gentlemen? No, we're thorough. We're just here to break stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was that was a spot on impression too. It wasn't bad. That's kind of that's kind of how I feel, you know. I just I'm just no no sir, I'm just here to hit stuff, you know. <laughs> Shut up, Beavis. So that's that's kind of what it's about for me, you know. So you know when Mike Phillips says to me, "Oh my God, Jason, you're like I can't believe it, Jason," I'm like. 
dude, are you serious? You're Mike Phillips from Deliverance, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, I get excited about other people. Like, I get excited about, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Brown and Mike Phillips and, you know, I get excited yeah. about these other guys. But when they, when, when it's all reversed, I'm suddenly like, don't be stupid, you know, I'm just, I'm just a dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I just I just put it out there, and he was so pumped to do it, and I'm like, cool, man, that's that's awesome. I totally mm-hmm. want to do it, and and he he told Jimmy, and Jimmy would like you know nearly jump through the through the phone, you know, and I'm like, dude, that's he's really awesome. Jimmy Brown's jumping through the phone about me, you know, it's like he doesn't even know who I am, you know, it's. Yeah, I just I just don't get all that you know kind of thing. I'm just a dude who loves metal and hit stuff. That's all I'm, I am, you know. So that's well, how you, it all you've kind made of, an know. impression though. You've some of these records you've been on are very influential to people, and I you know Deliverance kind of came up a, maybe a little they predate you a little bit with the with the mortification stuff. But I mean that's yeah. a I mean you guys I mean from my perspective buying both of those bands' albums, you know, it kind of was like all within that circle. So I think Jimmy yeah. probably appreciated just having a, a seasoned pro, you know, <laughs> someone he... Yeah. Dude, I just don't think of myself that way, you know. I, just I also, I also think you're being, you're being very, very modest. Just, you're Absolutely. just a guy. You're just a guy who shows up and hits stuff. I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. You're on mm-hmm. 20 albums on here, and two of them. Uh, well, the two horde one's an album and one is a uh, the DVD. You did by yourself, dude. Like you, you made yeah. it. I, I can't do that. I don't know any musicians that. Usually the musicians, yeah, I can play guitar and I'll figure out bass and I'll sing and I'll tinker yeah. around with some keyboards, but I at least need to hire a drummer yeah. or something like that. Dude, you right. did the whole thing. That's 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 something else. Seriously. Actually, yeah. a fun, an, an interesting thing about the horde thing was. You know, like I guess, you know, not a lot of drummers, you know, would sit down and and you know record an album completely dry. But obviously, because I hadn't tracked bass, I hadn't tracked drum, uh, so I hadn't tracked bass or guitars or vocals or anything. You know, and, and because you know, basically, obviously, you know, the deal is when you go to record an album, the traditional way to do it is to start tracking drums first. You know, with guide mm-hmm. tracks. Yeah. So I didn't have guide tracks or anything like that. So I I had to learn all of the horde songs. In my head first, and then I would sit down without uh, any guide tracks, without anything, completely dry, without a click, and just basically run through and record every single song dry and just just from memory. That's bananas. So that was that was oh, kind man. of pretty interesting. And then once all the That's drums awesome. were laid down, I had to go in and you know do all the the, the bass tracks and and um, and um, guitar tracks and stuff and vocals. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, we're having Jimmy Brown on here in a in a few weeks. We actually reached out to him just before we reached out to you, and he agreed yeah. to be on here. So it'll be interesting to to hear about that record from his side. But um, yeah, hear what I say is the album, and and it's uh, yeah. you know, I would say from from the first time they they broke up that first gap there where they came out. I guess it was two thousand one, and they mm-hmm. did assimilation and all that. They had a it's amazing from a from a guy who who kind of a I don't want to say abandoned metal, but he but he completely took that in a different direction. Yeah, um, he here he comes out with um a lot more metal type sounding albums so late in this career now. You know, like it, it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't think he would ever return to it after hearing River Disturbance, which I love. I love that record, but for yeah, a totally yeah. different reason. But um um it, he he hasn't quite. He hasn't quite embraced it like weapons of our warfare, and I'm and I'm not yeah. worried that he does. But 
the the new record has a real weird mix of of like literally like learn river disturbance and like some of the I can literally hear elements of like the what a joke some of the the more serious songs yeah. like what a joke and what yeah. and, you know weapons and stuff so to me it's just like a it's a mix of a lot of the stuff that he that they did um were you a fan of of deliverance or were you kind of more of a weapons fan I know there's I know the fans are real split sometimes oh between the two albums the, the deliverance or weapons. No, no, no. The no. um, like you know, the the two different directions he took the band. He, you know, he was he kind of came out as okay. a, a strictly thrash metal, but then he changed into almost like an alternative music. And like, yeah. um, were, were no, you a fan of those records? Well, well, definitely Deliverance and Weapons for sure. And what a joke! But it kind of it kind of petered off for me after what a joke, really. What do you think of Stay of uh, Execution? I I never really I never really listened to Stay of Execution. Oh wow! A lot. It, it was it, except for me. It was it was those three. It was Deliverance, uh, Weapons, and What a Joke. They were my three sort of. Yeah, they're they're the real thrashy ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so you were a fan of the band then when they came calling yeah. for you. Oh, definitely, man. Cool. Definitely, yeah, 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 big time. So, and 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 that's why, you know, that's why it just it does my head in to you know hear these these big shot guys, you know, saying, oh my God, Jason Sherlock's agreed to, you know, it's like, okay, whatever, I'm just me, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, and 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 you know, I mean that in the in in the most respectful way, you know. And I know that, you know, because you know. Like a lot of people, you know, you know, a lot of people I've spoken to, I've spent a lot of time. I'm really good friends with David from Exile. Nice. And, oh, okay. Um, you know, he says nice he, he says he says the same thing, Mal. I mean, you know, the, you know, we are really, really, really great friends, and 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 really, it's only because of that hookup, you know, with Nordic Fest. You know, the Exile guys played at Nordic Fest, and that's when you know, um, Horde played and. Uh, Del- uh, uh, Deliverance did play at Naughty Fest a few years ago, um, but uh, yeah, at mm. Paramecium back in '06. But oh, um, cool. yeah, that's when I met that's when I met David, and and you know, same, same kind of deal, man. You know, like I, para, you know, I had a, a, a big influence on him, and I'm just like, man, come on, you know, you're David from X Style. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, we yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess I, I guess I guess I could dish it out to other people, but you know, when other people give it to me, I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, we we called you, you know. <laughs> you obviously yeah, left left a mark in the music scene for sure.
apart from all the metal, like what are you listening to today? Anything, anything other than metal? Like now, not necessarily early on. Oh, like okay. Strictly um, metal all the time. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, I mean, you know, look, I love. I'm a big jazz fan. You know, as, as we were talking about earlier, you know, we're talking about Chick Corea and Dave Weckl and all the rest of it back then. And so I'm a big, big jazz fan. You know, I love progressive, progressive music, Rush or whatever. And I'm a big metal, getting into a bit of, bit of you know, uh, metal here, but obviously a massive Maiden fan and all the rest of it. And yes. But, uh, you know, like I love bands. Like, I don't know whether you'd heard of a jazz band called Foreplay. Yes, I have. Uh, yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing band. I uh, love those guys. And I love, you know, anything Dave Weckl's done is basically gold. And another another big, big uh, uh, a, a drummer god that I love is Simon Phillips. I love his stuff. Dude, this is you're blowing my mind. I li- I love Simon Phillips. I have his Protocol album. I have his solo stuff. I love Simon Phillips. Oh man, Protocol makes me cry every time I listen to it. it you know? It's amazing. It's a ma- it, it, it's yeah, a masterpiece yeah. front to back. It's unbelievable. Love it, man. Yeah, love it. Absolutely, and, and Dave Weckl, Dave Weckl has his own uh, his own solo albums uh, before, and then yeah, he switched yeah. over to Dave Weckl Band and um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Synergy, and oh my god, I yep. love that Master stuff. Plan. I've got all that stuff. Yeah, I man. listen to it all the time. I, I still listen to it on regular rotation. Yeah, just wow. love it, love that stuff. Yeah, love it. Did, did you ever hear? Did you hear Vantage Point? I, yeah, heck yeah, 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 yeah. So that's Simon Phillips and Jeff Babco. Yep. 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna name I'm gonna name drop a, a drummer. I'm kind of curious if you've ever heard heard of him. His name's Charles Hayward. He was in a band called This This Heat. They were a, they were like a prog outfit in like the 70s, early 80s. Really? He's still he's still okay. session guy. Wow. Me but, neither. Um, he, he's an English drummer. He's not an American drummer. He's an English drummer. But he's he's uh I mean he's just one of those guys that like I, I I'm curious if fan guys who have a, a you know a Rolodex full of drum names drummer names. Mm-hmm. Would know who yeah. he is because he's he's one of those those guys. I, whenever I when I've heard him, I've just been like astounded by his his technicality and all that. So, but okay, wow. I, I I threw a threw a dart and it missed. All right, yeah. no, you didn't, no, you Simon, didn't miss. Simon, you, you, I mean, a lot of those guys. Simon Phillips is British, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, before I before we uh, disconnect here, I wanted to ask you yeah. lastly. Just uh, um, we are so. Well, I I don't know about Travis. I am so ignorant to Australian culture. I mean, I, I'm I'm curious. Just what is it like 2015 to live there and to what? How is it different than America and in terms of uh, the the issues, social issues, uh, religion, politics, all that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying we have to talk about all that stuff. Just in a generalized yeah. difference. Like, how do you see that differently? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I don't. As I was saying before, I actually haven't travelled to the states yet, but uh, hopefully, I'll I'll make amends to that soon. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I mean, Australia is a very diverse. It's very. I, I would imagine that you know, from what I've you know, from the experiences that I have had of the states, and you know, knowing a lot of people from there and chatting to you guys and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen a lot of you know, obviously, you know, we get a lot of a lot of stuff here, CNN, NBC, or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. you know, Australia is pretty similar to the states. You know, it's just um, on a slightly smaller scale, and you know, we're probably not doing so well, uh, you know, with the dollar yeah, economically. 
at the moment. Well, but um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's still you know it's still massively multicultural and um, you know I mean I think we've got a better healthcare system than that. <laughs> I think everybody but us does. <laughs> yeah. Literally, but yeah. certainly. But yeah, man. I mean, yeah. It's it's like it's almost like your little America, really, kind of thing. Mm. You know, just with a few more shrimps thrown on the barbie, and you know, a few more <laughs> cobbers, and you know, a few more, a few more yeah, cobbers running around. You know, we 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 purposely avoided. <laughs> oh boy! I thought we purposely. I thought that would actually be offensive to say to an Australian. Exactly. I was like, and said it. That's, awesome. like, That's a lovely accent you have, New Jersey. I was like, if uh, we throw the uh, the Jim Ca the Jim Carrey Dumb and Dumber quote out, is he gonna be mad and hang up the phone? <laughs> that's, that's, that seems like the uh, go-to quintessential. I'm ignorant about Australia. Throw another shrimp on the exactly. bar. Exactly. And you went and said it. So <laughs> now, I feel, oh, I feel so much looser. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh man, feel loose. Take it. That's yeah, awesome. Man. <laughs> that was amazing. No, I totally lost my train of thought. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Um, I'm I'm really curious about the the mm. the Christian stuff, the Christian culture, because um, yeah. we're not a, we're not really a Christian podcast. We don't we we talk yeah. to plenty of secular artists and stuff too. We kind of want to connect yeah. with more of like getting stuff done as music and creative and all that stuff. But yeah. I, we are Christians, Travis and I, and we're not we're not a Christian podcast. We're Christians on a podcast. On a po <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually, funny you say that because Revolt is. It's it's funny you say that because Revolt is not particularly a Christian band. I mean, dude, I to be honest with you, I hate those labels. You know, yeah. we're a death metal. Yeah, band. we do too. We do too. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? You know, like we're a death metal band. You know, we happen to have intelligent faith based based lyrics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's nothing like it's not it's not a you know turn or burn kind of broken flesh kind of vibe. It's a it's you know it's 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 mm -hmm. the kind of lyrics that you know uh, a secular dude will, will read and go, man, that's that's brutal, man. You know, and there's what that's got Christian meaning to it. What? Yeah. So right. that's yeah. kind of you know where we're at. So I totally I totally get that kind of vibe. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're not we're not big fans of the labels either. I, especially in terms of uh, being not necessarily even just as a band, but as a Christian to another person, to say, yeah. well, I'm 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 you know this kind of a Christian or that kind of. I use the label yeah. only sometimes to to disassociate more to, than to associate. But yeah, but, um, I'm with people, you know, I'm a person. For hey, I'm a person. Good to meet you, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you're like an active member of a church and all that stuff there, and I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, well, my wife is. Um, she's a. She's basically a, a music director, music like worship leader, worship pastor. You know. Oh, okay, cool. So your your yeah, wife's yeah. a musician. Oh yeah, that was that. That was the album that uh, you guys mentioned, Ursula. That's my wife. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't aware. Oh, okay. I, I track drum. I track drums for, for for that album. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So it's kind of like. Uh, Kind of like a, you know, like an alternative kind of pop, kind of soft, kind of vibe. You know, a little bit uh, Sarah McLachlan kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, amazing. Totally. She's got the most amazing voice, and yeah, I mean, I'm totally biased anyway, but yeah, she's incredible. Sure. Yeah, totally. That's really cool. So, are we gonna get a um, like a, a a gospel record, like the "Come On Down and Get Saved" by the Sherlocks, and have you two on the cover with? <laughs> One with the drum, one with the fiddle. You know? 
no. Ultra call, ultra call, right here. It's saved with the Sherlock's. Oh, that's hilarious, man. No, no, that's funny. That's so funny. You know, there's always the husband-wife folk duo act. I had to, I had to ask. Oh, you like the Winans or something? CC Winans or something like that. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's cool though. It's cool to hear your wife's plays too. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, man. She's she's a man. I, I I hit stuff. She actually is a musician. Like she's like you know, grade eight or grade ten pianist and just amazing singer. And she's just a yeah. really good musician. What Very does she cool. think of uh, What does she think of all this death metal? Uh, she. <laughs> it's not her cup of tea, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> My wife's kind of like she's hit very tolerant. And she's, she's very understanding and she appreciates what we do. You know. Sure, sure, yeah. And I'm sure your daughter will 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 like a little of both. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, well, she's got a she, she's got a death uh, jumpsuit, so she's halfway there. You know? Nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And da- a, a David a David uh, from Extol actually purchased that for her and sent it to us. Oh well, that's really nice of him. That's cool. David, from, sweet guy. David from Extol bought Jason Sherlock' daughter a death onesie. Yep, that's the coolest sentence. Exclusive news. You've heard it here. That's the coolest sentence I've ever said. Hey, hey, <laughs> that's well, awesome. Absolutely. I've, I've got, I've got uh, Travis. I've got news for you, dude. What? If you were on Facebook, you would have seen that picture. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He's it's so the answer to his, all your prayers, man. He'll have his profile up by tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I'm setting up my Facebook page. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's been really awesome talking to you, man. Is is there anything else you want to plug or talk about? Oh, man. I, mean, I think we've pretty much covered it all, but, you know, to, yeah, have a, yeah. you know, to the, to the 10,000 people who are listening... Um, just thanks for all the support and thanks for you know checking us out and keeping it real and staying metal and you know looking after your families and yeah all it's all good and just really really appreciate you know all the support and all the love. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man. Thanks so much. If you ever make it to the states, you got a place to crash between me and Steven. Yeah, totally. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm absolutely. You know who knows what can happen. Stranger things happen at sea, so we'll just we'll see what happens. I'm really hoping for that. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we're 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 going to be picking up the record and uh, and and plugging that. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, really well, well, we'll be in touch, Stephen, because you know you're my Facebook buddy, so we'll be in touch. Yes, I yes. It. I get the point. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Poor Trav misses out again. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just treat I treat Facebook like this. Facebook is just the filter oh, to knock know. down everybody's baby pictures and all the cat memes, and the important stuff gets to me. Oh. Oh, it'll get there eventually. Don't worry about it. Baby, well, pictures, baby, baby pictures with death ones. All right, I missed one. I missed one cool picture. All right, all right. <laughs> oh man, that's great, man. I'm not setting up a Facebook page. All right, I don't care if Jason Sherlock from Mortification told me to do it. I'm not setting one up. Oh, fair enough, mate. Whatever. We'll talk to the hand. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, man, definitely keep in touch with us, and we'll awesome. definitely want to keep you in our loop for, for the future. Right on. Awesome, boys. Thank you so much. just really appreciate having a chat and just, yeah, man, you oh, guys man. have made my, made my day, you know. Oh, heck. Dude, it was an honor having you on our show, honest to God. Sure was. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's not a big one. It seriously is. I really appreciate it, guys. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. God bless. You too. You Thank too. you.
That's a terrible joke. Terrible. Man, I, I shut my eyes and everything. I was ready to rock oh, in that man. Thing. I'm serious, you. Oh, man. You hate him. Travis. Tra- yeah, exactly. We love you. Take care. Bye-bye.